Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hey! And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we're your hosts of Sloppy Boys. <laughs> we're back. We're back out in the wild. Oh, Together yeah. still. Together on the same coast, in a backyard spread out more this time. Ooh. I've got so many wires here, I feel like I'm a spaghetti plate. Yeah, you do remind me of a spaghetti plate. Well, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a, a meatball on my head. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That'll sometimes happen. you know. Sometimes when we start this podcast, we really got it. Yep. Today yeah. is one of those days. Spaghetti on a plate. Good lord. Some people like that. I mean, hey, in Italy, they're probably eating this shit up. How many Italian uh, listeners do we have? Uno. <laughs> <laughs> dos. Unos. Dos. Tres. Cuatro. Oh. You two. What was that song that started? Uno. Dos. Tres. Quattorce. Yeah. So that's fourteen, right? Yeah. One, two, three, fourteen. Yeah, what song is that, though? Elevation! I, I think you both sound this. That's from, that's that's from Tomb Raider. No, it was from... <laughs> no, well, hold on, Tim. That's from Tomb Raider. That's from Tomb Raider. When Garage Rock was cool, and the whole point of Garage Rock was to undercut the big major label rock bands, then Bono was like, Me too! <laughs> <laughs> Who was telling us about... If you're at a U2 concert... Uh, will you hear that? There's like a siren going or a... Somebody, Some dogs... A kid was crying. Whining. A family needs help. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it after this podcast. They're like, okay, as long as you get to us before the blowout. <laughs> <laughs> how do they know how how we record these? Anyway, uh, somebody was telling us that when, at U2 concerts, the edge, the stages are so big that when the edge is playing his guitar, you know, he's not connected to any cables or anything, so he can roam free, his choice. Mm. And... He, sometimes he gets so far away from his pedals that somebody else backstage like plays his parts. Mm. No, did somebody tell us that? Did I dream this? Oh, I hope a wonderful not. dream. If so, <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare. It sounds crazy, right? Or it's, maybe it's just like all connected to like a computer uh-huh. server. <laughs> yeah, it's a computer. Like, <laughs> like you know, uh, big rock bands like that. It's like it's all on a track. You can't really fuck up. You know. Yeah, I, I bet he's. Yeah, I bet that if you're the edge. It's possible that you even have a guitar tech helping you out with some of that stuff. It's That's po- what I'm saying. It's possible that he doesn't load up all that gear and set it up on stage every day himself. Himself? Yeah. God, he must just walk out there and be like, where's my guitar? Does it sound like it always does? <laughs> and then yes, he's like, Edge, yes. <laughs> and uh, I love you. <laughs> what? The guitar tech loves him. All those guitar techs are so grateful. Yeah. Well, also, people don't know that the Edge's guitar tech is his wife. Whoa. To be, wife to be. What a reveal. <laughs> yeah. Here on the pod, hey, revealing stuff like that reminds yeah. me of um, the Edge doesn't, we have. doesn't play his own guitar. Nope. His wife is his, his tech. tech. And his wife loves him. And also, a computer does all the work. Right. Right. Huh. What do you say we get into some bebop booze news? Yes. Great. Hit it! Sloppy always have those warm tones. <laughs> ooh, yeah, kind of like a ooh, kind of like an old piece of vinyl pumping out some smooth bebop. Hey, do you, do you guys hear that? Boop. 
Because it had some actual musicianship. Yeah, and it, it harkened back to the first booze news iterations that we would do with the pee 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 Just the doot doot doot. Sent to us by Rick Topper. Rock Topper? Topper! Rick Topper! <laughs> uh, if you got a booze news theme, send it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Rick Topper! Thanks, and we Rick. We give preferential treatment to bebop themes. Mm-hmm. So if you could try to get it on that scene. You know, when I was listening to that beat, I kind of felt like a rat packy kind of a guy. You know what I've noticed, and I think this happened in the booze news last week, and I didn't uh, scold them. We've lost the uh, this high voiced son of a bitch stuff. You're right. Uh, what happened, folks? <laughs> Pull it together. Goes. Well, here's another kind of a peek behind the scenes: yeah. is that people send in hundreds of thousands of booze news themes, and then I kind of put on my spectacles and take a perusal mm-hmm. in the inbox sure. to see what's there. I will often forget about songs for many months and then go back to them. Mm. So sometimes a new joke has emerged and people are adding to it. Gotcha. And I throw it all off by picking a song from January. Nice. You know? So the booze news is sort of a living, breathing organism. That Thank can you. Evolve it sounds like it's customizable. Time. I love that type of shit, yeah. Uh, but I do want to say before we get into the booze news, which I'm, I'm very excited about, uh, yeah, just uh, listeners, if you want the privilege of doing the booze news theme, great. Do our specs, do the funny thing in the end, or we will take it away. Yeah, because uh, you know <laughs> we treat you with a certain amount of respect. Uh-huh. You have to kind of reciprocate that amount of respect back to us. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll quite frankly fuck you up. Yeah. yeah. Don't reinvent the wheel. Nope. Adhere to the format. Just give us a new wheel. <laughs> Innovate a new shape. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll do it, or we'll take it away. Tim, you take it away. Here we go. Well, this is the hugest booze news possible for a podcast <laughs> like this. The IBA website is back. Oh, yeah, finally. If you've been and Russian Root made it. <laughs> oh, Michael, quit while you're ahead. Uh. Um, we based our whole podcast on the International Bartenders Association cocktail list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then mere weeks into our hit breakout show, <laughs> yeah. where uh, the very website where we get all of our recipes from was closed for construction. Yeah. What and was our breakout show? Our breakout that put us over the top. I, yeah. I think uh, probably Cosmopolitan shot us into the stratosphere. Yeah. Wow. And then Brandy Alexander brought us back down into the Ooh. Earth's mantle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> down into the Earth. Um, but at some point, maybe a little over a month ago, we went there to find our typical recipe mm. and we got error 404. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. a shock. Yeah. Leaving us rudderless. Now, you don't, did you, like, they didn't add new cocktails, did they? Or no, no, no. They didn't change the list, but what they did do is well, they, m- much like they promised, restyled mm-hmm, their website, mm-hmm. and it looks great, and, and I'm proud of them. It still isn't really s- searchable, but hey, <laughs> maybe they could take it down for another few months. Hey, the fonts are different. That's nice enough. <laughs> but, um, folks, I encourage you. When you're making your cocktails from now on, go to uh, ibaworld.com. Let's say you're mixing up, for example, I don't know, some sort of minty, limey, long Cuban type of cocktail. Mm-hmm. You go there, and and it's it looks good now. It used to be a website from the 80s. Now it's kind of a black background, white text, nice, clean pictures. You're going to love Classic. it. Classic. You're going to make it your homepage. Nice. Mm-hmm. Great. And it's just good news for us that we... We've been kind of like scrapping together these recipes f- based on hearsay, hearsay, <laughs> just and conjecture. Any rumor, any any anyone that said anyone anything about any drink, we're like, well, we'll take your word for it, sir. <laughs> Whatever you say. Uh, I got some booze news. Yeah, share it with us. The, yeah, it's for, you guys know the booze news. The audience does not. Next week, we will be podcasting live from Waikiki, Hawaii. Hawaii, The Sloppy Boys are heading down Hawaii way to surf, sun, and turf. Pod. (laughs) Surf, turf. We're going to be on the turf. We'll surf. We'll eat surf and turf. We'll podcast. We're going to hang 30. That's right. We're going to do the- uh, We're going to hang brain. Blue hole. All on one surfboard like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. 
You guys were with me when I saw that guy on a uh, surfboard. This was in Los Angeles, and he uh, put a, a folding chair on it. Yeah, and sat on it. That was great. Huh. Um, and I've seen one with a dog. <laughs> I've seen. Well, I that was when we we went surfing in uh, Carpinteria. I was not there that day. Oh, <laughs> well, you well, Mike, that, that's it. the day I got up. I know that's great. The the surf was angry that day, my <laughs> the friends. Su- the surf was turf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should open a restaurant. It's like here, the surf is turf. Uh, after many hours of trying to pop up mm-hmm. and failing and flopping and flipping, still having fun. Mm-hmm. But still falling a lot. Then some guy put his dog on a board, and I watched that dog fucking <laughs> ride it all the way in with a smile. That and thing it, eats his own shit, <laughs> and I can't even get up. <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, you eat your own shit too." I say, "Sometimes by accident." <laughs> yeah. Um, but that canine cock really showed me up Jesus. on that day. We we <laughs> getting back to the booze I'm news. Bleep that. This is we, disgusting. That is disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and but it's Tim's right to say. Uh, we have, we're going to do the Blue Hawaiian drink. Blue, Blue Hawaii. Ha- Blue Hawaii. Hawaii. But there is a Blue Hawaiian drink. Yes, and it's a different drink, and you're confusing the listener, Michael. Okay. We will, let's redo that, actually. No, no, no. The confusion is good. Yeah, everyone. The confusion's no good. No, but, I mean, it's a quite common tiki confusion. Ooh, that could, could be a, a movie that we make. <laughs> tiki it's confusion. a quite common tiki confusion. The common tiki confusion. <laughs> uh, usually common isn't really a good uh, <laughs> a movie word. Common. Yeah, you don't need to watch this. It's very common. It's quite common. Um, Over plane. <laughs> Just kidding. Keep talking. Talk through plane. Blue Hawaii. We got a plane, folks. This is our actually our flight. We this- gotta go, folks. <laughs> wow. This guy's flying a little low. <laughs> Buzz cut. Well, let's wrap up booze news and get into the drink. The D of the D. The dungeon of the dragon. Um, okay. Let me tell you a little tale. Sure. About a certain concoction. Um, yeah. Uh, that's we're gonna let put. We'll put a little early two thousands techno dance music bed get going right here. Cool. Maybe like ray of light. Yeah, but copyright free. Nice. Sure. Ray of life. Oh, it's the early to mid aughts, and you know that the T man is <laughs> staying up late after Conan and flipping over <laughs> to E Entertainment Network. Mm-hmm. I got my Keith Urban haircut. Tight flared jeans. <laughs> Jeff, what do you got? Oh, geez. What was this, 2005? Yeah. Oh, that's what I was, I'm wearing now. Oh, I probably had my flat top and my big boom box on my shoulder. <laughs> well, I was watching Brooke Burke hosting uh, Wild on Wild on Miami, Wild on Cuba. And then what else? You know, uh, Paris Hilton's on the red carpet being... Oh, so promiscuous, isn't she? (laughs) Well, the night at the Roxbury is blowing every box office record known to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And the certain drink on everyone's lips is the Mojito. Yes, yes. Mowing down Mojito. Now, you might say that the real history goes back farther, maybe to Havana, Cuba in the 1600s. Now, that is too loud, whatever this is. too close. This is a chopper. It's too much. Jeez Louise. It's funny when it always, it's like, is a... Directly overhead. Fucking LAPD. Yeah. yeah. It's intense. Who, who, uh, who is the person on the red carpet you said? Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton. Wow. So you're telling me this is the official cocktail of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> actually, <laughs> more, more accurately, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Nice. Um, now... A slightly better movie. <laughs> Some people um, have feelings on whether, you know, there was the original trilogy, and then there's the prequel trilogy, and then there was kind of a modern trilogy. And mm. I've heard that there are audience members that have, like, proclivities toward the different films. I, uh, are you sure mm. about that? You might be thinking of Lord of the Rings, is that, which is a trilogy. <laughs> I was I was thinking of Lord of the Rings, <laughs> that all those people have a proclivity toward Lord of the Rings instead. Yes. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, that, so that that's what the, the the time period I associated with. I couldn't even really back this up. I went looking to see all the articles about the resurgence of the mojito in the 
early to mid 2000s because I really think of the frosted tips yep. and yeah. the Lance Bass. <laughs> the Lance Bass of it all. <laughs> and the, and the, the Ryan Seacrest, and they're all throwing back mojitos. <laughs> My first real job in LA, you remember I was like a production coordinator, mm-hmm. and the head honcho over there was a screenwriter and a director. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came from reality TV and he was writing a feature. He said, Jeff, what's a cool drink? And I said, mojito. And he Me? was, because he, he was like, this is like, a, I'm writing a young, hip comedy script, and uh, these guys are talking about cocktails, and they're going to get something cool for the girls. What, what's a cool drink? And I said, Kool-Aid, mojito. Sir. And you know, I, I would know what the cool drink was. Yeah. Nobody's doubting that. Oh, oh yeah. please. Well, he probably knew you were a future podcast. And you know what? Gave me a big fat bonus. Really? Whoa. <laughs> Did he really? No. no. <laughs> I, I associate mojitos with you, because I think Me? you're the one I know who drinks them. Or has had them. Has had them. You're the one I know who has had them. Well, sometimes you'd be like, where's Jeff? Where's Jeff? Uh, he's in his room muddling. <laughs> Muttering is muddling. Well, the, yeah. So so before that uh, pop culture resurgence that we noticed, it's this is one of these sort of, hey, we know it's Cuba. We know it's Havana, Cuba that goes way back. But at what point does it become a mojito? That's kind of hard to say because, you know, we've talked a lot about that daiquiri mm-hmm. uh, that's sort of like... It, that even that is hard to pinpoint because Mike, you told us about how the sail British sailors were kind of uh, trying to avoid scurvy by putting uh-huh. lime into their spirits. That was whiskey sour, whiskey right? sour, whiskey right. sour, right. and then that was also like the daiquiri kind of around that mm-hmm. same time. We're just talking about a tall daiquiri, you know, a daiquiri that's got uh, soda and mint in it. So there is around that same time, maybe Sir Francis Drake, the great sea captain, had a very similar drink, maybe. The fucking uh, maybe South Americans mm-hmm. were making a similar similar spirit that was made out of sugar cane. I mean, we know that the word mojito may have come from the word mojo, which is Af- an African word for magic. Mm-hmm. But really, uh, we know it, it it takes hold in Havana, Cuba. We know that uh, Hemingway is slurping him down, mm-hmm. not at his precious La Floridita nope. where he drank. The <laughs> da- Henry Way Daiquiri, nope. but at another place called La Bodeguita del Medio. That's right. They have a very famous one, and then you know, then the stage is set. Then you know, eventually, Colin Farrell is in Michael Mann's Miami Vice, saying, yeah. "I'm a fiend for mojitos." <laughs> <laughs> And you know they're popping up in Bad Boys 2. I'm oh, a fiendo yeah. for mojito. You know they're popping up in not Dirty Dancing 1, but Dirty Dancing Havana, Havana Nights. Right, 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 right. Um, and um, uh, there was one in uh, Beach Bum, Matthew McConaughey. We should yep. do a Patreon episode about Yes, Beach we should. Bum. Oh, I've to. been meaning to watch that again. It's a, it's a fun one. Um, Does, can, just uh, the audience, if you hear a horn, somebody's doing a horn lesson, it sounds like. At least they're good. Really good. It's not Trumpet? like a uh, junior yeah. high French horn player. Right. I'm going to say that's a bugle. A really soulful military guy. I think it's a straight up trumpet. Huh? Now, <laughs> so we've all had, uh, or Mike, you just know that Jeff has had. I know Jeff has had. I have had. Uh, I do not prefer. <laughs> you no. do not prefer. <laughs> Mike, this is you coming in. With judgment out no, of the game. No, well, I, what, I, you, you, well, you, what's like, your judgment? Tim asked, Tim asked if you liked it. <laughs> he did. I he did, he just asked if I had. Oh, okay. I, I, I like it, but they, they're often too sweet. I feel like I've also had a lot of variations and not just the original, but lots of times people will make it with um, Malibu, coconut rum, uh-huh. and that just makes it too much like a, of a sweet candy drink. That's a bad move for me. So, so I'm excited <laughs> to have the original. Yes. Um, And we'll see if it lives up to all that mid-2000s hype that yeah. we all know Entourage about. the movie. Entourage the Ooh, yes. It's very entourage. Yeah, very <laughs> entourage. We saw that in the theaters together, didn't we? Not me. Oof. So I didn't go to surfing, you didn't go to Entourage movie. Yeah. Whew. Other hey. than that, inseparable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, a frequent blunder that I'll do with one of these is over-muddle. Mm-hmm. I'll just crunch just want, that leaf into powder. We learned that with the mint julep. Yep. It's just a quick crunch, pop. crunch. A couple pops. What I'll do is I'll lay them down on my chair, and I'll sit my big fat ass on them. <laughs> I, uh, I, I lay my I say thank you for being part of this. This is going to be awful for you. When these <laughs> when the leaves uh, start screaming, uncle, you know they're ready yep. to go in the drink. <laughs> 
Um, you want to hear the recipe for this motherfucker? Yeah, man. Yes. Yes. 45 <laughs> milliliters of white Cuban rum. That's an ounce and a half. 20 milliliters of fresh lime juice. That's a little more than half an ounce. Six pieces mint sprig. Let's call it six leaves, not pieces of mint sprig. Mm. <laughs> Two teaspoons of white cane sugar. Ooh. Did you say Michael Caine sugar? Yes, I did. <laughs> That's enough for me. <laughs> we had a we had a joke at one point. I don't think it made it into anything that was like, uh, I'm Michael Caine. Uh, I'm doing a Michael Caine impression. It's not very good, but I'm glad you're listening to it anyway. <laughs> you know, there was more to it. What, yeah, was it? I'm trying my best. <laughs> well, sorry, right in the middle. So sugar, <laughs> soda, water. Coca-Cola. That's weird to say soda water. Say club soda or say soda. Soda water? That's what tripped yeah. me up. Mm-hmm. Method, mix mint sprigs with sugar and lime juice. Add splash of soda water and fill the glass with ice. Pour the rum and top with soda water. Light stir to involve all ingredients. Garnish with sprigs of mint and slice of lime. Sprigs of Okay, mint. so slice Tim? Where's the muddling? Yeah, we, we, you know what was weird? I was getting confused when I was reading that because of all the different splashes of soda. Sounds like there's a little splash at the bottom. Wait. Is that what this bird is uh, yeah, yelling about? Where's the muddling? <laughs> Here's what I think we do. You put the sugar and the lime juice and the mint sprigs in there. Give that a little muddle. And give it a little muddle. If you need a splash of soda just to get it liquidy. Jesus Christ. You put um, the sugar then, in the coconut too. Then, then you can do that. But it's really about getting those non-liquid ingredients in the bottom, muddling them up, pouring the rum, topping with the soda. There you go. And and use a lot of ice, folks. Use a nice tall highball glass, you know, a Tom Collins glass, and f- give yourself a lot of ice. Ice is nice here, and, folks. And throughout all this, have fun. Put a smile on your yes. face. Yes. Hey. Smile for me. Thank you. Because if you don't, the drink is going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Here's something I was curious about. So remember last week we did the we did rum in our Flaming Dr. Peppers. So I still have some of that Gosling 151. Should I Ooh. try that Ooh. to make it a little different? I think or should we start with the base, all three of the basics, so we can talk about you're the same Mike thing? You're Mike Hanford. I'm not going to tell you no, your yeah, business. No, yeah, you're right. I'm going to get a lunch. Hey, didn't, well, I'm choosing Just, I, this. I, that 151 to me was a whole different beverage. It was Different like, taste. It's it a dark a, rum, too. It, it was jet and, fuel, man. And let's yeah. be honest, it overpowered all three of us. That's true. Whew. Just thinking about that. Took us yeah. down. Do you guys remember back in my, that really good, kind of cool early 2000s intro I did. I mentioned A Night at the Roxbury. Just looked it up. It came out in 1998. Oh, geez. So what you're going to want to do is forget about the year and just kind <laughs> of... Take it in the spirit. Yeah, yeah. The spirit well, just of like what enjoy the show, folks. Well, there was, that movie came out and then there was like residual... Uh, the residual effect. And probably it was a cult classic on DVD. Yes. So like, yeah, yeah, it just, yeah. it's think of the DVD. When you hear people say movies, don't always think of the theater alone. Think of the <laughs> think, other. Think of the several-year-old DVD. Think of the yes. DVD. The DVD that's in the bargain bin at Best Buy because it's been out for six or seven years. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys want to do it? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. And when we come back, we meet the winner of the Slop in Your Backyard contest. Ooh, that's exciting. Can't wait. Here we go. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from the Sloppy Boys here. And I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks... Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. But folks, before we take first sips, we want to bring out a very special winner. Contest winner. Contest winner. Wow. Of the, what did we say it was? It was Slop, Slop in, in your, your Backyard Contest. And so funny, because you guys, this contest, like, I'm on the show every week, and I almost don't remember you guys ever plugging this contest. I know, it was kind of under the radar, but it was only open to Patrons, so if you want to be in contests like this... Our Patreon, Patreon subscribers, who we affectionately call Patrons. Right. We love those guys. We love it. We love the ones here. Yeah, we had a lot of entrants, a lot of hopefuls. Yep. And as the, the ones who did enter, you know, the winner of the of this contest gets to, we go to their house and do this podcast in their backyard. That's why we're outside. Right. And, and they get to have the drink with us. Right. And um, one of the essays pulled on our heartstrings yes. the most. So we will talk to this the winner oh, about essays, where wow. they got yeah, their inspiration. They had to write a big, long essay. 20 pages, single space. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Neil Campbell. Congratulations, young man. And you're a a, a patron. I'm a patron, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm so pleased that I won this contest. And and, uh, can I get you guys anything? Do you need like a Zoom H6 or an XLR cable? (laughs) Oh, my God. He's a complete and utter tech head. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I was sort of an audiophile. No. You you relax. We'll we'll take care of the audio. You relax. And we have a mojito for you. Ooh. And you get to kind of just take uh, part in the whole vibe, dude. You're over over 21? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah. It has to be. To enter, you have to be. Inches tall, you mean, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Now, Neil, before we get into it, have you had a mojito before? I'm almost certain I have, but not not in any way that I quite recall. Certainly not in a significant way that would mean I should be the guest on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, you had the best essay. We do want to talk about that essay, too, by the way. And, but let me ask you this, does it, we just went on a long tear about how we associate this drink with, it's the 2000s and, and it's Burke, 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 Wild On, and it's mm. Ryan Seacrest at the beach. Does that, does that ring true for you or do you think I'm kind of a fucking idiot? <laughs> no, no, I think you guys are geniuses, as I 
wrote in the essay, but uh, <laughs> uh, that was all you said in the essay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, phys- great physical specimens. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it was mainly a description of our bodies. Yeah, in depth, ab by ab. Each ab, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> top row, left ab on Tim. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> um, these are names. I obviously know Ryan Seacrest as a you know famous host of many programs. Brooke Burke, that name rings a bell. Mm. I don't think I watched a lot of that stuff, but yes, I'm familiar with this drink as being a trendy drink from of the, the last time. 20 years we're, or so. We gotta, yeah. we're, we're making the case that it maybe had a resurgence around that time, and then maybe it was a shooed. Maybe, maybe when the Mad Men scene took over, then then the mojito lost its drink. That's very true. Uh, yeah. I uh, The Brooke Burke thing, I do want to point out that when I was maybe in high school, my friend and I were watching uh, Talk Soup. I think Hal Sparks was hosting at the time. And they were doing a Brooke Burke, Brooke Burke like segment. And he made the joke. He's like, Brooke Burke sounds like a chicken, says her name. He's like, Brooke Burke. <laughs> and that, I held on to that. And you may have heard me say it a little early in the podcast. I said, was that a chicken? Oh, it's wow. so cool to hear about like how you came up with your riffs. <laughs> it's just I just steal all Hal Sparks' old now, stuff. You just reached for your drink for a sip and then you freaked the fuck out when yeah. you realized that we hadn't had first. We have not, yet. and I already oh. did take a sip. Oh, but oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, well, well, before you do, just um, I, I give these a nice stir or Ooh. like push your cubes down because all of I splashed the soda on top. Mm. Yeah, Tim Tim sort of took care of making these, and I have. I have never made such a, a such an aesthetically pleasing uh, drink on this show. Yeah, this is a nice one. <laughs> this also, is, looks uh, good. this looks pro. I uh, supervised him to make sure it was textbook for you the uh, yeah. in, for the IBA. I leaned against the counter and looked at uh, hockey scores. Yeah. <laughs> now Mike made mine, and instead of <laughs> mint, he used mouthwash, no. and instead of sugar, it's salt. <laughs> Honestly, there are oh. some very minty mouthwashes these days. That's and, I think what he was thinking. And any, wrote, it says yeah. any granular powder will do. You wrote in your essay you wanted your drink Hanforded, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Or Mike, as, they, as you want, guys in the Discord say. I want the Instagram commenters to get really mad. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, let's All do right. our mojito sips. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh. Very good. Oof. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm on the beach. Stir, you know, so I had my sip before I stirred it up, and the stirring... Good. <laughs> this is stirring good. No stir. No uh, good. And that was a stirring <laughs> tale. <laughs> you you stirring me. tales. We do need to get to that essay. <laughs> it's mostly the habit. Yeah, we're going to read it aloud. <laughs> um, you're reminding me of that Bob Marley song. Stirring good. Yep. Mm. Stir your mo. Eat tough, my darling. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, on first sip, I love it, and it's like a, it's kind of like a Tom Collins, but with a minty, limey yeah. twist. Yeah. All right, so remember earlier I was saying, I don't like these. Mm, they stink. That's yeah. kind of being a little pissy. You, were, you weren't here yet, Neil. I was I, really I missed, I, pissy. I, 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 might, I might make references that you guys have already said. Oh, so, shit. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll immediately boot you off this oh, podcast. Thank you. Yeah, just edit. <laughs> thank you. Mm. So the mojito I've had before, the, mo- the ones I've had before... Uh, they weren't as good as this one. Yeah. Weren't as good. This happens all the time. Yeah. This is like... You say you, you come in you with an attitude, <laughs> and then you, you take one sip and you say, you know what? This is better than the ones I've had. <laughs> no. Well, the, it happened the other way where I made the uh, Trinidad Sour, and that was better than the one I then had at Clover okay. Club. But, yes. Hmm. Neil, did you also have a Trinidad Sour at the Clover Club in Brooklyn? No, but I, I tried um, I tried the one Hanford ordered. Do you believe that Hanford... Hanford says that he's the one that he made himself was better than the one at the Clover Club. Yes, he believes. Me. I believe, yeah. How? Yeah, I oh believe it. God. Yes, he does. he's a smart boy, a good boy. He just Mike slid a knife into Neil's body. <laughs> it was between the ribs. It's fine. You can just do that at home, and you won't get hurt. Totally fair game. Poked right out the back. Didn't hit any organs. Um. Uh, you know, I also it's not too rummy, right? It's like because uh, there's a, a fair oh, a lot of soda in here, and I just got one little crunch of sh- uh, sugar, and that was kind of nice. Yeah, Ooh. and you didn't over muddle, thank God. Oh. Yeah, that I did peek over and see the muddling process. That was a nice little tap. I'm not dealing with a clogged straw, <laughs> right? <laughs> You're not gonna have to be a flossing out of your teeth later on mm. either. Mm. Now, Neil, we uh, you know thank you so much for. Uh, being part of the contest and being the winner and having us here in your beautiful course, backyard. Yeah. Can you tell us anything about the uh, area here? I know uh, there's some squirrels you sort of... Yeah, give us yeah. a rundown of the wildlife. Well, there's a, a, a 
squirrel couple, and uh, uh-huh. mm. the husband uh, will eat out of my hand, so that's yep. pretty cool. Oh, I saw this happen. No, we should say... You won the contest, but I'm also staying here while I'm in yes, LA. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, I've got him in the guest <laughs> room, and that's nice. Unrelated to the contest, <laughs> I'm staying here, and you happen to win. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, I saw. Yeah, he Neil walks right up with a. Uh, it was a walnut. walnut. It was a walnut, walnut this time. Yeah. 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 One of my walnuts. Oh, <laughs> we're a I terrible owe you, I owe you, I owe you. He owes me a walnut, uh, and I owe you for that Uber. Actually, we got to take care of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I. He went right up to it, and the squirrel, a little apprehensive, he said. You're not gonna hurt me. <laughs> I won't be in your stew, will I? <laughs> no, no, I want you to have stew. And now we gotta. It's it's the lemon tree is probably what brings all the wildlife here, right? They they pick those lemons and they eat them. They take the lemons. There's avocado. You know, there's a couple things they they yeah. indulge in. Oh, and sure. and the wildlife it gets wild. I, earlier today, I was in the kitchen looking outside, and right on that little platform that's uh, yeah. area. I saw two lizards fucking each other, and another <laughs> lizard walking other. by. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they were on. One was on the other one's back, and I assumed. Yeah. I, I saw this, the squirrels consummating their marriage at one point. Ooh. So, <laughs> um, I saw two uh, a couple of squirrels hooking up, but like they were a little prudish, so they didn't exactly do everything. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. These these lizards I saw had uh, like whips and like leather masks. Oh yeah, they were into the whole scene. Um, you know when you see a little lizard and they do those little push-ups? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. That's I. Uh, uh, Jessica said that that she heard it's like a intimidation tactic like when they're when they're doing push-ups they're trying to make themselves look bigger so that we're going to be like it's a huge lizard <laughs> yeah <laughs> i figured it was a, a mating thing or something i mean i guess it led better not be a mating because he was one, doing so. it at jessica <laughs> oh I see. yeah i mean it works that tactic works at the beach for most guys <laughs> i was just kind of looking through her phone before and there were a bunch of missed calls from liz ard <laughs> so mm. that, that, that could be anything <laughs> Yeah, definitely could be. <laughs> did, I, did I ever tell you guys a story of, um, I was in gym class one time in junior high. Oh, you told me off mic, but you, go ahead. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm gonna tell right, Neil wasn't sitting on my shoulders. Okay. Go ahead. Tell the you world. told him about every time you were in gym class, so. Uh, there was this sort of jockish fellow. Who Calpacus would, uh, type? Yeah, Calpacus Jocular type. Jocular or jockish? Well, a, a cocksure fellow, uh-huh. you know? Mm. And he was uh, picking on some kids, one of, one of my friends, this uh-huh. guy, Andrew. And we're playing floor hockey in gym class. And he has Andrew, he's got him in a headlock, kind of bent over his knee while the, while the teacher's not looking. Uh-huh. And I was like, stop that, you let him go. <laughs> this is all true. And then guess who gets the next headlock? Oh, boy. You? It's the J-Man. It's all only uh, I was going to guess him from you, but. <laughs> oh, you want some of this? So here's what happens. You joined on and did push So I'm, I'm in the headlock, right? Uh-huh. And then just to maintain my own balance, reflexively, I step over the leg, oh. his leg. And I have my hand on his back just to support myself. Uh-huh. And he goes smacking into the gym <gasps> floor. Like, it was as though it was a judo move. You that, flipped him. Yeah, it was... It was as though I'd done it on purpose. Wow. And that's when everybody looked over at him, gym teacher included. Mm-hmm. Guy starts doing push-ups. <laughs> as, you, I have heard this. As though it was something. That's like, what he was going to do anyway. Yeah, I'm, just I'm, like, down, well, I'm thanks, down here, so thanks, uh, this is my cover. I'm just going to do a couple push-ups. Was he like, when he was down there, was he like, 51, 52, 53. <laughs> um, I wasn't there, but I actually believe that guy that he really was just working out. <laughs> Tim, well, it's because you guys have so much in common. He got bored. Yeah, you got to know if you want to maintain great pecs, you got to be down there two, you know, two, three hundred push-ups a day. Mm. <laughs> How many push-ups do you think you could do in a row? I tried this the other day. I got right, up yeah. to twelve, and I said, "I'm gonna take. I'm gonna call it here." What I do on the Doughboys live stream? That's how many I can do. Was it more than twelve? It was like twenty. Twenty proper push-ups. Good ones. Chest <laughs> to the ground. Do you think yeah, I could do twenty-one right now? Let's see. Put put your mic down towards the ground. I'm gonna put my mic down toward my crotch. <laughs> sure. Okay. Whoa! I'm huge. <laughs> We're going, you're going for twenty. He's really doing it, folks. He's clearing the pockets. I mean, it seems like it'd be. I aspire to get between Mike and Jeff. I don't think I could beat 20, but I well, think I could beat 12. You got to do more than that lizard. Uh, I will say, by clearing his pockets, he took out a bunch of Chips Ahoy wrappers. <laughs> well, speaking of lizards, I got another lizard I got to tell you about. <laughs> yeah, while, Tim, while Tim's stretching uh, while and warming I'm up. Doing my, uh, 
I'm going to do some uh, push-ups. Neil, talk about that lizard. Oh, well, there's a lizard who lives... He mostly lives in the front yard, and we're in the back. His name's Lazy Guy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Those are good push-ups, too. Yeah. Yeah, good form. And if your listeners don't know the order numbers come in, they're hearing it now. <laughs> this would be good for a uh, Sesame Street segment. Damn. Woo! Great push-up king. That. The push-up push king of California. Yeah. That was amazing. That was great. Now, Lazy Guy is a lizard who lives in the front yard. <laughs> and he just splays out his legs, all four of them in either direction. Yeah, he does. There's a name for that. I, I've taken about 100 photos of them. So we can, you hey, can maybe po- we'll post one. Yeah, you can post one. When dogs do that, it's called spluting. Is that right? I've never asked a dog, but yeah, probably. <laughs> ask one. Ask a lizard. Maybe. Oh, sure. He might. Know. He might. I don't, I don't know if you all know what the dogs call it. <laughs> now, Neil, we once saw several lizards in Griffith Park. That's true. We went on a lizard look walk. That was uh, February 2012. What We were shooting a comedy bang bang episode for the IFC show. Yes, I believe the like, uh, what do you call it? When there's money from an advertiser involved. Uh, uh, branded? Sponsor? Brand? A branded thing, yeah. It wasn't it like... Uh, I think, I think it was, was like Neil and Tim's lizard shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we're a car or something. It was like oh horse. yeah, it was like Scott a Rizzi sketch that had around. that had them like parallel parking a car. Or something. Yeah, it was like was it in- the Honda Scaly? <laughs> yes, I believe so. <laughs> I think it was the Toyota Long Tongue. Hey, shit, <laughs> <laughs> Edsel situation. Mm. No, but we were on a a brief break and we said let's go for a walk and see lizards and we saw. Many lizards. Yeah, let's go on our walk. Okay, were you, were you by the uh, Batman cave? No, we no. were up by the helipad. The helipad. Nice. Ooh, choppers. Yeah, I like that. But I have not kept in touch with any of those lizards from that day. <laughs> yeah, I mean a few, but but it's been a while. I'm Only because just... of Facebook and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now, Neil, this uh, essay you wrote. You want to take the. Uh... The listener through it? Sure, yeah. I mean, Because we're not going to read the whole 20 pages. Broad strokes. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was called AbFab, and mm-hmm. it was just sort of a description <laughs> of your guys' bodies. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, uh, you know, excruciating, <laughs> some of these say, detail. Yeah. You know, tendon Yums. by tendon, muscle by muscle. Yeah, sure, sure. yeah. But it was, it was a 20-page limit, so you barely just covered the abs, and then you ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just sort of went, you know, bottom left, bottom left for each of you, and then <laughs> I think that's all as far as I got. And you, you covered this in the essay, but the audience has noticed. When you were writing this, you did go back to med, uh, medical school just to get some anatomy classes. Yeah, and, yeah, and I in art school as well. I was the, sort of learning the anatomy. And so you could speak of, intelligently on the yeah, subject. Well, Good. And we and that showed, and the work paid off, and here you are. This is kind of the annoying thing about science is that we're always learning things, and it's, you always have to update and change. Well, I used to have a six-pack, but I'm pretty close to getting an eight-pack, so you're going to have to add a couple Woo. new chapters there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there'll be a revised edition released, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is that possible? You can just add, I mean, you're adding more abs? or just Well, it's like not new muscles, little... but they're newly visible. Oh, wow. But I wonder when if guys have eight, is it two that are really low that are popping out, or is it yeah. two that are up high? Is, is eight the max, you think? Do you it's got to be the max. You can't just keep it stacking. Personally, yeah. like, my morals, I think I would never go more than eight. I think it's kind of weird. <laughs> you don't want to show up. <laughs> How are you guys doing on those hitos? Pretty well, I'm getting to good. the point where I could almost take a break and have another round. Woo! Mm. Mint, more mint forward than I would have mm. guessed. Mm. It's funny because the, I'm impressed with mint... And its ability to stand out. There, that wasn't too many leaves. No. We didn't muddle them too hard. No, it's not as strong. It's just that's, yeah, that's it's what there. the main flavor is. Where it's did nice. you get this mint, Tim? Um, Albertsons on Hillhurst. And it was that fancy mint that still has some dirt on the yeah, bottom. Like it's, it's living mint. mint. I was going to say, like, because you can get some mints probably from places that just don't have that taste. I'll tell you what good. else. I'm getting a little bit swayed by the smell. Mm-hmm. And when I take a sip, I'm breathing the mint. It's a full body experience. I have the mint on my hands. Mm-hmm. Plus, I did some push ups, so I've also got grass in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not as limey as I would like because I'm such a lime freak. Uh, oh, yeah. let's take this. Speaking of the grass, I do want to take this opportunity to thank Neil for not, for stopping mowing the lawn for us to do this. Yeah, I was uh, Oh. I, that would be bad for the audio if I started. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, be, don't pick that that'd up. That'd be again. good. Oh, and by the way, speaking of mint, if anyone has uh, Amazing Spider-Man number one mint condition, <laughs> no, they're willing to sell it on the cheap to me. I'd love that. <laughs> good. Anyone listening, reach out to uh, at 
Is that correct? No, that would actually be my email address that you've given away. <laughs> <laughs> they well, don't know what. Yeah, reach out to his email address. Mealer dude is my online uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, email us personally and let us know. If you're serious, email Neil. If you're not serious, you can mess around on I'm Instagram. I'm Mealer dude. Uh, now, look, I haven't... I occasionally will do an Instagram, but I haven't. No, Neil, you got to get on Twitter because that's where there's Linda Underwood. You know what? I will. <laughs> I'm an old as an old man. What I will do is sometimes type into my browser the URL <laughs> twitter.com/slash. Tim Kalpakis, which is where Linda Underwood seems to post from. Right, she yeah. uses Tim's account. Of and I'll and I'll catch up on. That's what you do. If you want to check out Linda Underwear, go to www.twitter.com/slash Tim Kalpakis. That's where you find her. That's where I go. Whew. That's where I direct my browser. Well, shall we do another? Do. Ding. ding, ding. Ding, ding, everybody. Folks, we'll be back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back. Oh. Fresh mojitos in hand. Round two. Round two. What are you going to do? Yeah, I did a big splash of rum in there. Made it a little too strong. Not as good as round one. Yeah, <laughs> I eyeballed this one and uh, follow the directions on this one, folks. Yeah, I, I <laughs> eyeballed it, but it did it perfectly. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just poured water in mine. I made one of my <laughs> classic mistakes where the nozzle of the bottle missed my glass with it and kind of went between the cheeks oh. and then i was doing a cartwheel yeah you're always finding yourself in that situation i hate it we've lost so many bottles to that thing that that weird thing that happened <laughs> that thing um, oh jeff i'm ready to review <laughs> mike wants to review you guys ready to review so am i i'm ready well, you, you wanted to know when i was ready and i am uh, michael why don't right. you kick, kick it off final thoughts mike final thoughts off. for me Mm. I like this. I like the one Tim made here. Am I going to order it again? I think I'm going for a gin and tonic instead. Mm. It's it's very gin and tonic esque. Mm-hmm. And and if given the choice, I'm s- taking the G and T. Damn, Neil, what do you have to say to that? Uh, I would order this in a specific circumstance. I would order it um, mm. appointment oh. only. I like uh, poolside yes. somewhere, oh. but I wouldn't mm. necessarily get this. Yeah, out at a bar or something like you that. Know, but it's I, very tasty. It's just that's the circumstance I would drink it. Poolside's good because even if if you were like in the hot direct sun, it is a nice bubbly club soda drink that I could yeah. imagine. You're not going to want to. I was me and Jessica were at a hotel recently, and I saw a guy having a dirty martini with olives by the pool at <laughs> two p.m. Like hot sun beating down on him. He was wearing a black t-shirt, black jeans, dress shoes, and drinking a, a martini. And I wanted to go up to him and say, "It's California, baby. Come on." Was he like laying down in a lounge chair? Or just it like, wasn't hey. your accountant, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he, no, he was meeting up with his wife's parents. And uh, seemed to be like the, maybe the wife's parents were meeting their baby for the first time. <laughs> okay, great. That that type of a scene. Did he have Did he have a martini glass? Uh, yeah, because it was uh, uh, from the hotel. Okay, because I went to I was at the airport coming here and I got a martini at the bar and it came in like a regular like cup glass oh. and it was just like eh, it's not the same. No. By the way, if you wanted my final thoughts on this episode, mm. 
Mm-hmm. I think you guys... Uh, the experiment with guests has been good, but you got to go back to no more guests. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? really? You, wow. you, you're saying you hate this. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I'm ruining this. You got to go no. to no guests. What, what about slop in your backyard? No, you got to have that contest regularly. Yes, but that'll be easy. Don't, 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 yeah, the person can just look through the sliding glass door. And <laughs> yeah, slop through your glass door is what we'll do from now on. I, I, I have another rounder. I like it. I think I like it even more than these guys because I like a nice weak drink. I'm learning that I like the the long drink. We learned in the first episode, right? A long drink has yeah. club soda pile on top. Mm, yeah. I used to think I liked only those stiff little martinis and stuff. But now I think I like having a slow sipper. With you, a want a, you want a hard refreshment. I want a hard refreshment. You know what this drink reminded me of, too, is very similar to that Brazilian drink, the uh, Caipirinha. You ever had one of those? No. Very good. Well, you should do it on the pod. Something to do on the pod. Jeff, hey. you're being awfully quiet over there. Well, what do you look, think? I think you nailed it with it's a hard, what do you say, a hard refresher. Mm. Uh, it's an order again for me. Oh, yeah. It's not appointment only, but I'm not going to get a bunch of these. If you got a DeLorean headed back to 2005... I'll drink as many as you want. Back when it was the cool one. When Paris Hilton's serving them on the red carpet. Now, when you say DeLorean, are you referring to Back to the Future, or are you just like, that's just the Any type DeLorean. of car you like? Any DeLorean. <laughs> I think those all, I think they all travel They all time. do that. Yeah. Um, well, no, they need a flux capacitor. 88 that? times an hour. What the hell is that movie all about? <laughs> 88 frames per second, I think he was saying. <laughs> oh. Um, then... The, the the 2005 of it all, after drinking it, it didn't taste like that to me. I, I thought if this was like a pre-made Bacardi already mixed mojito, that would taste more like the Paris Hilton type of drink we were talking about. Yeah. But this this was- What's the difference? Just the lime juice? The well, fresh ju- lime? Just in general, that this didn't feel like dated to me like it was like some sweet, embarrassing drink. I used to roll my eyes at the idea of mojito just because it was like so overplayed. So in, but- Right, you're no, watching Crash. Yeah, you're watching Crash. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'm sure Paul Haggis was slobbing these down as he wrote. Yeah, he's like, oh, am I going to lose Best Director to Ang Lee? I think I might leave this Church of Scientology after I'm done writing this. Well, folks, that's the mojito. You guys want to read some mail? Ooh. Do we ever? Come on. Hey, this one comes to us straight from the winner. The contest winner. You also Campbell. picked my email? Yes, yes. Whoa. Unrelated, we yeah. also picked your email. Big week for you, Neil. This is a two-parter. Hey, sloppy boys. I want to hear part one first. Yeah, we'll start with yeah, that. Don't, the, don't make this a memento. That's thing. the order I wrote it in. This isn't a Pulp Fiction situation. <laughs> right, right. Well, let me flip a coin and we'll see which side we begin oh, with. Good point. We're going to start with part one. Yes. Hey, sloppy boys. I'm a huge fan. Two questions for you. Yeah, we know. We know, Neil. As a fan of the live concert experience, I love seeing how bands open their shows. Oh. When they decide for the lights to come up, mm-hmm. if they mm-hmm. start with a banger or a mood setter, etc. Yeah. Some highlights for me include Yeah Yeah Yeah's Runaway in Pomona in September 2009. Oh. Badlands by Springsteen at LA Sports Arena in April 2009. <laughs> yeah, baby. And Sleep the Clock Around by Bell and Sebastian at Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. On May 5th, 2002. Okay. What's your favorite way to open a live Sloppy Boy show? And do you have any memories of favorite openers you've seen live? Ooh, this is really mm. good, Neil. You know what? When when quest, when the question first started, even part one of the question, my brain was immediately going to one you then said, Badlands. Bruce opening with Badlands? Come on. That's such a... What a treat. You're like, you think that you're going to get that as an encore, and then the first thing you hear is Badlands. That, I was at that show. That was a mind blower. And that was, did I favorite. go to that or did I go to one at uh, the Staples Center? You tried to get into that. They wouldn't let you in. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have the right vibe. I didn't have a ticket. Well, you, I, I, that's not what I heard. I heard you had a ticket. They just eyeballed you. Nope. I, didn't want, I, I didn't want them to rip it up. I was like, I want to put this in a frame. It's my first Bruce concert. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my favorite. And then my favorite way to open a Sloppy Boy show is with a... When we yeah. kind of do that R&B uh, kind of uh, blues review. Hey, how's everybody doing? And then we go into the first song from that. Well, yeah, that is fun to like name the band. It's kind of then we stop down. We kind of go into let's party usually. I like, uh, well, before we get on stage, we're usually coming out to Hip to Be Square by... Uh, mm-hmm. His yeah. name is Huey. Huey. Huey Lewis in the news. Thank you, Neil. <laughs> God, uh, God, so glad to have you here on the pod. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, it's funny though that type of 
ent- entrance stuff. I feel like when you do sketch comedy, the the guys in the booth are really on board for like, okay, so you want to slow fade in? We'll do this. That like you know, we'll bring you out the way that you you envisioned because this is theater. And then I feel like a lot of these. Uh, Booth guys are, are great with the audio and the instruments and stuff, but then like if you throw anything, you ask them to do anything for you, they're kind of like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> or just anything that you say is wrong, even if you say the the, the correct thing, yeah. they're like, what? Hip to be square? Because I, I do remember asking a guy in the booth like, hey, when we come out, um, can we walk out to uh, Hip to be square by Huey Lewis? And he was like, um like what and i was like like do you have like spotify or apple music or anything he's like yeah i was like could you play hip to be square square by and he's like yeah like, you so play like, the music i was like everything i asked he then did and i didn't have to help him out in any way but every word that i said yeah, felt like it was pissing it him off. Yeah. do you want it to sound crystal clear <laughs> play it through the amp i remember at ucb there was uh the the stage is not large and after you've done 400 shows there you understand the dimensions of it but they always have like sort of these blue work lights on mm-hmm. as you t- but i would always say don't even put the work lights on i think it's cooler if the lights just come up and we're all on stage and the audience didn't see us set ourselves in the blue totally. lights totally um, that was always my special request mm. and hey that just made for a great podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh i'll tell you one time i went to this is probably 2008 I went to a fish cover band at the Whiskey A Go Go named Chum. Chum was the name of the band. <laughs> right before the show starts, we'll get there late. I run in, uh, whoever I was with, I turn to them and say, Punch you in the eye opener. Bam, punch you in the eye opener. I oh, had it right yeah. there, baby. Did you have a, a secret in? Did you have a leak? I uh, knew the band. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, right you knew of the band's yeah. music. Now, Mike, there was another time you were at a fish show and they started with, Jujung, Jujung. Wilson, I've I've called that I've called that opener before too. Do you always call the opener? I like to uh, whoever I'm with be like, hey, what do you think the opener is going to be? That's cool. That's and they're like, please stop talking because <laughs> we didn't want you to come. <laughs> oh, we don't know how you got a ticket. When I was in college in Iowa City, I saw. Now the, the sorry, Neil, I got to cut you off. There's a hummingbird perched oh, on yeah. a wire out here. You rarely see a hummingbird stop. Ooh, okay, it's coming at us. Uh, <laughs> um, we're talking Iowa City. I, I and. Uh, I'm dating my my kind of first ever, well, maybe second. We'll go second girlfriend. Is it getting hot in here? <laughs> and uh, who, Fish, the drummer. He has maybe a side project. Fishman. Band. Fishman. A mandolin project? I don't John know. Fishman's mandolin project? Would they have been performing? At a college, probably. 20-some years ago? So, yeah, I okay. think so. I think so. She's in the Fish. Jo- John the Fishman's sh- jazz mandolin project? Uh, it could be. All right. Um... <laughs> Well, you're telling the story. Well, I don't remember the name of the band, but <laughs> fellas, this was the first time I ever. Uh, oh, and also probably the last time I was at a concert where that a girl was like wanted to stand in front of me and have me put her arms around <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah, and, like sort of position to like maybe do it. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, this is how you like hang out at a concert and have like arms wrapped around her in front. And I was like, I have a girl. <laughs> oh, Are man, we uh, going to do this the whole concert? <laughs> um. Yeah, now, Neil, what <laughs> concert was <laughs> there? Was an That's, infamous concert where some hair <laughs> hair touched you? That was a uh, Mazzy Star at the Will Turn. Some uh, weird hair touch. No, you? I was no, like, no, no, it was. I was seeing Mazzy Star at the Will Turn. I was very excited for the show, and I was there alone, and I was enjoying it. But there was a girl with long hair kind of near me, and, and kind of kept swaying, and her hair just kept touching my bare arm, and it just grossed me out so much. And then I went into work at Bang Bang the next day and told everyone, like, oh, this girl's hair touching me. Well, I had to leave early, and the hair touched me. It's like when uh, Hanford's night was ruined when we saw the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, my guy life gave was threatened. A dirty, dirty look. And Mike, I had the night of my life at the Fonda being like, what a great show, <laughs> seeing this band as they're peaking. You know, it was like their first album. And then uh, at the end of the show, reconvening with Mike, and he was like, some guy was going to kill me. He just kept turning around and sneering at me. What, the, he was doing? what did you do? I just kind of like kept my eye out for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. But we were close to the stage. Now, uh, Jeff, what about you? I'll tell you this. I've seen maybe a hundred concerts. Mm. I couldn't tell you an opener. What? Ah. Dude, Stone. Couldn't tell you. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the one I remember is uh, Kanye West, Hollywood Bowl. Mm. Say You Will. The only reason mm-hmm. I know he started with that is because he was only playing 808s and Heartbreak that night. Wait, how does Say You Will go? Dun, 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 
I guess play that speaker really good. There you have it. What's your part two of the question? Oh, geez. Oh, yes. Part two of the question from the winner, Neil Campbell. I really enjoyed you guys recording at my house, but unfortunately, I'm going to need to replace my plunger. What? Could you Venmo me for a new one? What the hell? Absolutely. Could we Venmo you? I don't see why we're responsible for that. <laughs> There's nothing that we did in the bathroom. Nobody has done anything in the bathroom to cause a blockage. I would love to discuss this off the podcast. <laughs> Look, it's that plunger was faulty. It's they. It should hold up to two or three thousand plunges in a row. Yeah, and what's with you having a faulty plunger here for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I'd, I'd use it once or twice. The <laughs> thing is, it, you never use it, so it's cracked. It's dry. <laughs> yeah, you have to keep that thing wet and lubed up oh. in there on every Yeah, use. you guys are right. You guys are right. And, and also, read the waiver you signed. <laughs> I'll tell you where my house only uh, has plunger specifics on it. <laughs> it's nothing else. Um, I, I'm at getting at the point, I don't know if it's like, you know, the age of Matt or what, but I've been plunging my pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've got a question for the boys, out email the us at out the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Out of my dick, yeah, to, oh! get, to get it into it. I was going to take that off, Pod. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys, where you can get our weekly bonus episode, The Sloppy Boys Blowout. Ooh. Ooh. Good stuff Ooh. coming out over there. Damn, good stuff. Just did Neil? some cigars this week. I've, I've got a, a couple Sloppy Boys uh, pieces of apparel. Hey. Well, what do you got? The tuxedo? I've got the tuxedo. I got the, the speedo. Yeah. <laughs> the tuxedo and the speedo. Um, uh, Neil Campbell, the first, con- first contest. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, congrats. Congrats, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry to the listeners. I know it's better without a guest. I've ruined this. <laughs> No. Please tune in again next week. They won't have me on. Uh, thanks for being here. Where, where can people find you, Neil? Uh, d- good luck. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, I check sometimes. Yeah, so. Where, physically, where, where do we find you physically? Can we where, where, where are we? Drop a pin. Oh, oh. <laughs> physically? Uh, just go to your nearest gym. I'm probably there lifting weights. <laughs> you can find him at Equinox, folks. Steer, stealing your girl. <laughs> <laughs> folks, we'll see you next week. Bye. Tutu. Give it up for your boys. Give it up for your boys.